Welcome back to the Pin Pals podcast, the podcast about enamel pins and the rad pin makers behind them. I'm your host, Eric from Warrior Pins, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, first off, let me ask, how are you? Did you get everything that you wanted to do last week done? Cool, cool. How's that one DIY project that you're working on? Oh, cool, nice. Well, I can't wait to see it when it's done. <laughs> Shout out to my Bamiya Coffee supporters. We got Vince from Vinpin, Joel from Miss Penny, Eduardo the Pin Lord. I mean, come on. Chris and Nick from Pins by Charlie, and Jordan from Pinsomnia Designs. Thank you so much for your continued support, not only monetarily speaking, but also like being active in the Discord too. Like, that's really cool. We've built a community. I'm going to keep saying it and running that phrase into the ground, but it's just crazy that we've built a community. Uh, anyways, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening or watching to this. Anything helps, really, honestly. Uh, please, I'm begging you. On my knees, likes, comments, reviews, five-star ratings. Uh, but seriously, anything that you can do will help the podcast. goes a long way. Uh, if you want to watch the podcast, you can do so on Spotify and YouTube. If you feel like supporting Pin Pals, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. Yes, Pin Pals Podcast. Uh, we have lots of fun rewards that you can access. My favorite right now being Discord. It's just, you know, just a pretty cool place to, to hang out. You know, if you can't get enough of that pin life, then I highly recommend checking out the uh, Buy Me A Coffee page. Links to everything I just mentioned will be in the show notes. So we got a great show lined up for you this week. We have Jordan from Pinsomnia Designs, uh, a pin shop based in Canada. And shout out to Canada for maple syrup and rad pin makers. I believe uh, episode six, uh, Adventure Society. It's also based out of Canada. Uh, not that that really pertains. Uh, you know, another rad Canadian pin maker. Anyways, uh, Jordan and I, we had a great conversation all around enamel pins and our love for pins. Some highlights include breaking down what a successful Kickstarter campaign looks like. You know, she breaks down her successful Kickstarters and boy, was that part really enlightening for me, at least, you know, someone who's never done a Kickstarter slash too afraid of the failure that comes with Kickstarter. Uh, I really learned a lot talking to Jordan about Kickstarter, so hopefully you guys do too. Uh, we also talk about various marketing strategies for social media on the website, uh, sustainability, which is becoming a pretty big topic of conversation nowadays. Um, we go over some of the lessons she's learned throughout the years of being a pin maker. I put her through the rapid fire and we talk about a lot of other things. It's a great conversation. You know, I didn't really know Jordan or her pin shop prior to asking her to be on the podcast. I knew of Pinsomnia Designs, but I never really did a deep dive or, or made the plunge and bought any pins. So I didn't really know what to expect when reaching out and contacting her and scheduling this interview. But she quickly became one of my favorite pin makers. I'll tell you, from her designs to her personality, Jordan was great. And uh, I really think you're going to love this episode. So before we get into that, I need to talk to you guys about the sponsor for this episode, Your Stuff Made, which is an artist-owned manufacturer of ethical custom products, aka your new favorite pin manufacturer. 
They helped us make the Pin Pals podcast logo pins, which are available at warriorpins.com for your buying needs. Um, and, and honestly, I cannot say enough good things about these pins. They came out so clean, and they're still getting tons of compliments for whoever buys one. Um, I mean... I'm thrilled that I decided to go with this company. The communication with them is awesome. The, the, the quick turnarounds, the affordability. I mean, the other thing that sets this company apart is that they actually care about what they produce. And it's so evident in their like communication and their display of everything. Whether you're talking about a pin, a patch, a sticker, keychains, tote bags, the amount of passion and creative energy behind each product is the same, and it's very damn admirable. Um, I'm telling you, these guys are the real deal. If you're new to the pin game, or even you're a veteran and you're looking to switch things up, you're on the fence about where to get pins manufactured, look no further. Your Stuff Made is the place to go with low order minimums, amazing customer service, and only 50% down for a deposit, you can't go wrong. What you want to do is visit yourstuffmade.com. You want to fill out a quote and tell them that Eric from the Pin Pals podcast sent you. That will get you 10% off your first order. 10 bones off your order. That's a really good deal. You're not going to regret it. That's yourstuffmade.com. Now, let's dive into my conversation with my pin pal, Pinsomnia Designs. Welcome to Pin Pals, Jordan. How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm doing pretty great now that we're finally talking and all the bells and whistles have been figured out. So fancy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Just uh, on a day off, having a good time, taking it easy. Oh, nice. I love yeah. it. Love the shirt that you're wearing. Oh, um, thank you. Had to rep the Nintendo. Nintendo, all the classic Mario. Yes. Uh, yeah characters for anyone listening and uh your cat ears look like they also have speakers or is that a hoodie wait it's, no it's it's my headphones and i think oh. it does play from that i'm i've never used them like that but they're supposed to light up but again they're kind of dead so they're just cat ear headphones at the moment very cool oh <laughs> i like that it kind of blend in with uh with everything so i wasn't sure but trying to paint hair. the picture for anyone listening very cool um <laughs> We're here to uh, to talk pins. So why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? Who are you and uh, your pin shop? All right. Uh, my name is Jordan. Uh, I run Pinsomnia Designs. Uh, so I pretty much dabble in a lot of Nintendo themed designs or video game themed designs, um, but also some originals, which I'm trying to move into. So Pinsomnia Designs, it was a rebrand. I actually was a different name before, so... I made it really complicated and rebranded in the middle of my pin journey. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right. Right off the bat, you brought it up. Let's talk about it. What were you called before and how long were you known by this name? So I was playing with Perlers before. So I used to do actually Perler Beat Art. So that was where my uh, like started with video game stuff. Um, I know that there was like a video portion. So this is the kind of stuff I used to make. Oh, very cool beads um but i wanted to do something more something that people were more into i guess uh because they didn't really sell really because what are you going to do with them i made some 
picture frames, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I bought a pin and then I fell in love. So I was like, well, I could do that too. Why don't I just work on that? Um, so I was playing with Perlers for a really long time, probably like four, four or five years at least. Uh, I had okay. a really big following on my Perler Instagram. And then I just, I realized that people didn't really like the pins that I was making because they're different communities, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I decided I, it was time to rebrand and make a new Instagram. And here we are as Pinsomnia Designs. Oh, very cool. Okay. So you started from scratch then. Yeah. It wasn't like you just turned and took all the followers and all that stuff. Yeah. Cause they, they were not interested. I'd post some of my pin stuff and it would get like 20 to 50 likes, maybe if I was lucky. Whereas a uh, Perler bead creation that I made would get like 200 likes. Yeah. Like, oh, they don't like that very much. <laughs> yeah. When was this? When was, when did the rebrand happen? The rebrand I believe happened early last year. So I think around February was well, the rebrand, I guess, the Instagram started early last year. The rebrand was probably about six months ago, possibly. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So trying to, just trying to like get a gauge and, uh, you know, a, a gauge in, uh, in growing your audience and starting on Instagram all over again. So this was like yes. pretty recently and it's pretty, pretty hard, recent. you know, to like do the organic thing on Instagram nowadays especially now because before I used to grow so fast because this was 2017 2016 is when I started with Instagram and the perler beads and I just I grew so fast and it was great and now it's like oh I got a follower this is amazing <laughs> no it's it's very slow growth but it is what it is right yeah you know you just you, you hope for the best at this point I think <laughs> yeah. what have you uh what have you been um what, what kind of like content uh have you been posting and what kind of like growth have you seen um you know with this like new rebrand with the rebrand i was trying to kind of move away from video game pins because um like i love them and stuff but i wanted to try and do my own stuff um so i started the rebrand with uh a brand of otters. I was making otter pins, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, so I was making those otter pins and that was the first stuff that I started posting and it was really slow to, you know, get going. Cause people just, they tend to not like original artwork as much, um, as of course characters they already know. Uh, so it's hard to get traction, even though, you know, they're decent designs or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started with that and then I kind of switched gears and moved kind of back to video games. So I did a whole ghost, uh, Nintendo themed things. So that kind of gave me some more followers. And then I posted some of my old Zelda stuff and it, it kind of grabbed some people's attention, which is good. Absolutely. Uh, what kind of hashtags are you using? I'm curious. Are you diving deep into like the Nintendo hashtags or are you kind of sticking with like the pin stuff? I got a little scared of the Nintendo, the Nintendo digs because you just <laughs> never know. Because <laughs> Nintendo so, suits. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little afraid of them. <laughs> so I've got a couple that'd be like Pintendo or maybe Mario with a one in it or like something that's derivative of the Mario stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I more sway to the pin side. Uh, it kind of depends on the platform, though. If I'm on Etsy and I'm using those tags, I will use the Nintendo stuff. But on Instagram, it's a little, a little scary. Um, so I'm doing the whole pin tags, but I have a note in my phone that has like the same pins 
pin uh, hashtags to use again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But then I heard that gets you shadow banned. So, I mean, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, I just try not to get too disappointed when like not a lot of people see a particular post or because. Yeah. I've I've been having my own struggles with that and just like mentally, like you put a lot into like these posts and you think about the timing and you're creating graphics sometimes like, and then it doesn't do too well. And then you like see someone similar to you, like, you know, and and they've got like 10 times the amount of likes. I'm like, what the heck? So So, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, and it's, that's not a healthy way to, to look at things. Um, So I just try not to get too worried about it. I post what I want to post, when I want to post. And, uh, you know, I feel like little changes are happening to the algorithm and with Instagram where people who really engage with your page on even just by going and liking a couple posts, like just doing that a little bit, you're going to be seen uh, a little bit more frequently to those people. So, you know, I consider those people like your core audience. Like, yes, um, you're like, thank you. I see you liking every post. You're amazing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you see, you do it enough. You start seeing the same people and stuff like yeah. that. And you're just like appreciative that you have, you know, people at all liking your stuff. And that's just thank like you. me coming to terms with how crappy the <laughs> algorithm is. Oh, it's so bad. I can't. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so uh, let's backtrack for a minute. I'm curious because I I, I want to hear everyone's like origin story. Uh, do you have any early pin memories? Um, I know you're up in Canada. Um, yes. Is there Disney in Canada? I really don't know. There's Did nothing ever- really. Like, there's, no, there's no Disney stores, I don't think. Not near me anyway. Um, maybe in a bigger city near me, but not not where I live. So there's like nothing really. <laughs> That's a good um, but, possible like trivia question. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where are the Disney stores? <laughs> yeah, in Canada. Are there is there a Disney in Canada? Yeah, really now I'm gonna know. have to now I got to look. But I was <laughs> I was fortunate enough to go to Disneyland like when I was probably I think it was 13 or 14. So um we went to Disneyland and just they have the even then they had the walls of pins, and this was like probably 2014. I'm gonna age myself. Uh, <laughs> they had the walls of pins and I'm like, these are so cool. I love these. Um, and my very first pin that I ever purchased was, uh, it had Mickey hands and it had a heart. So he like, it's just chilling like this with a heart in it. And that was my very first pin. And I held it and kept on to it for like ever. And it wasn't until years down the road that I was like, Hey, this is like actually something I can make. This is something I can do. Cause you just buy them and you don't realize that how they get made or who makes them. But uh, that was my first pin memory. And then I just started collecting them kind of here and there. And then it turned into a habit. (laughs) (laughs) Did it start off with just collecting a lot of, were you like in the Disney pin community? I wasn't just because I didn't have the access to it. So I had maybe like four or five Disney pins. Um, And then I swear, did I get the next pins? Some random little stores would carry like certain, like a taco pin or like a poutine pin. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) Um, And then my mom would buy me some. She'd find some really cool ones in random places that they'd travel. Uh, So she'd always buy me pins. And then I just started having this cork board full of random pins from different places. And that used to, that turned into the thing that I started to collect. That and pressed pennies. So kind of the same, but different. (laughs) No, that's pretty cool. I I love those pressed penny machines. Every time oh, I saw damn. one, I thought it was They're so cool. So and you could see they were always like see-through acrylic. 
like yes. the housing so you could see Dude, the gears turning. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's oh. uh, what I look for when I go on vacation. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, I'll still Ooh. do that if I have change for sure. Yeah. Um, yes. So do you remember like uh, your your like aha moment when you were like, oh, maybe how do how do these get made? Maybe I can do this. Do you remember? Did you see like a piece of art or, or a certain kind of pin that like resonated with you? I'm trying to think when, which ones or who it was. There was a bunch of like really artistic pins that I thought were really cool and I ended up buying them. And I was kind of looking into them more and somebody had posted something like make your own pins or this is the process. Or it was like a TikTok or something to that effect before TikTok. Um, and they're like, yeah, just find this and do that. And I was like, this is so easy. Like, why don't I do this? Um, and then I have a thing where I, I like to research stuff like a lot before I before I do anything. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like obsessively look it up and know everything about it before I do it, which again, not possible. Um, so I managed to find a middleman as we pretty much probably all do to start. And I ran a Kickstarter for my first designs. Uh, so my first designs were a Breath of the Plushie set. So a take on some of the Breath of the Wild characters, which I'm actually doing a redesign of and pre-orders for that right now too. Um, but those were my first designs. I had no idea the difference between soft enamel and hard enamel. And I chose soft enamel because it was cheaper. So that, <laughs> that was my extent of research there. Um, and I went through the middleman, which was a good experience. It was a good middleman, um, but they were expensive. Yep, that's the <laughs> but, case. But, oh, it was so, and I had no idea. I thought that they were a factory because they weren't really clear in their description upon further investigation i'm like oh that's mm -mm, it was a middleman <laughs> yeah but it was it was a good process i mean i was able to vector the the images before because i have background in graphic design so they were vectorized already i sent it to them they just went oh cool this is awesome it's all done and then they just sent it off to the factory i guess so they didn't really have to do much which was good <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing i think you're paying not to you know to to lean into their expertise yeah, and, you know they're gonna market it like that, but like you know they've done it a gazillion times, and it's just like okay, this is what you want. Okay, no problem, we can do that. Yeah. Um, so, but for someone new, it's it's helpful. Yes. Yeah. So and that's what I when people ask like, oh, how how can I get into this? I'm like, find a find a middleman, get your get your toes in there to figure out if that's something you want to do. Because again, dealing with somebody in a different country in a different time zone with different like a language barrier, it could be difficult for somebody starting off, right? Mm -hmm. It would be a lot to jump in. So I used the middleman once and went, I can't really afford to do this again. Let me put a post up. Uh, I don't even know what site I visited, but I visited a site asking for a quote on Ask Jeeves. the Saturday. Of, pardon? Ask Jeeves. Yes. <laughs> something. I'm like, I need a, I need a quote. Uh, yeah, somebody yeah. help me. And uh, the manufacturer I actually still use reached out to me and she's like, I love your designs. Like they're so, they remind me of my childhood. And I was like, this girl's so cute. I need to go with her. Uh, so, so we're, we still work together, have a great rapport with her, but I've just worked with one or two manufacturers since then, which is kind of cool. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's pretty cool. Um, you, there's, I guess there's uh, no horror stories or anything like that. So. I mean, they're not always perfect, but I can let her know and be like, hey, guys, you kind of slipped on the quality. And she's like, oh, is, oh, let me fix that for you. Like your next order, we'll put it in there. Yeah. So it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so walk me through making your first pin. 
I'm really curious because you you kind of you said that it was soft enamel, but I feel like yeah. the way you said it was like ah, I wish it was hard enamel. Well, they actually turned out really good because um, I'm I'm a I'm a hard enamel. I prefer hard enamel, but I do appreciate designs in soft enamel. But I didn't really know the difference at the time. Um, so my drawing style is very like I have thick lines and I'm, it's very like aggressive bold. looking, I guess. Yeah. It's very bold and it's aggressive and look, this has an outline. So <laughs> the whole enamel pin thing wasn't a challenge to draw something that had like outlines in it. So that was good. That was good for me. Um, so I made these designs. I made sure that they'd be uh, pin ready. And I, so I got the soft enamel. Um, and when I got them, they actually were really cool. Cause I did uh black nickel for the first ones I had to think about that but it was really cool because they're not like typical um soft enamel where they're really thin lines and everything because you can put a lot of detail in those uh, mm -hmm. soft enamel pins <laughs> these ones just had really thick lines and I I haven't seen a soft enamel pin that's done that <laughs> since I got those ones so I'm like this is kind of cool I like kind of like them I could use them as stamps if I ever wanted to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind but yeah they turned out really well because the lines were really thick and they kind of had a hard enamel slash soft enamel look to them it was it's very weird to describe and of course I don't have any here to show you but <laughs> so I had my Etsy from before when I did the perler bead thing um so I had like one sale on it <laughs> um so I, I kept my name um and even when I did my kickstarter for the the breath of the plushie pins I was playing with perlers um, so as soon as I got the pins in hand, I, my husband actually had them shipped to his, his work and they texted me and I was supposed to be going to work at like noon. He texted me. It's like, Hey, they're here. <laughs> so I like threw on some clothes. I got ready. And I ran down there cause I wanted to look <laughs> at them. So I grabbed the box and I'm ripping into it. And I'm like trying to give them to like everybody that's there. And I'm like, Hey, look at these. I made them. And then I brought them to work and like took pictures of them in front of like where I work. Oh, I, I, was, I was very excited about them. And I think as soon as I finished my shift, which was like the longest shift of my life, I went home and I, I started listing everything on the Etsy shop, <laughs> which looking back was probably bad taste because I hadn't fulfilled my Kickstarter orders yet. But at the time I had no idea about the way to do things. So I was just too excited. I love that. I, <laughs> I think everyone can relate to that excitement yeah. with their, with their first pin for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, let's backtrack for a little bit because I think um, Kickstarter is an interesting topic. Um, yes. So you did it back then, and I think I also saw that you're you you there's a, a current Kickstarter where you're remaking some of these pins. So, w what's the key to launching a successful Kickstarter, in your opinion? So Kickstarter is. I have a love hate relationship with them currently. Cause like I said before, I'm a, I'm research obsessed, but I'm also like obsessed with checking something as it's going. So my very first Kickstarter was quite like, it was quite a success considering nobody knew who I was. I'd never made pins before. Um, it was a super success. It was actually one of my highest Kickstarters. And I don't know if it's because people were like, Oh, they're brand new. Let's help them out. Um, but it was really successful and I didn't really plan or prepare or do anything for it. Um, so I think I might've just got lucky. Um, but the next ones I ran after that, I had one or two that weren't successful. I um, mean, I feel like planning and advertising beforehand is a really, really important component of running a Kickstarter that's successful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, cause I've had some where I'm just, I'm too excited to, to launch it. And I just want to launch it and like, look at this, go support my Kickstarter. And I don't put any work into the beginning of it. So people are like, Oh, I saw this like once and maybe I'll click on it and Oh, it's over. Sorry. Um, so definitely the preparation beforehand and getting it out there is super important. Cause I had another one later that I did actually like slow down, take a minute, advertise the stuff before. And it was a little bit more successful than those other ones, which was good. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So I like how far in advance are we talking about like advertising before we, we go live with the campaign? I've seen people do like months beforehand. And actually this time I'm going to try the months thing. Um, I'm doing a Kickstarter that's going to launch on Pi Day, actually. So March 14th, I thought it was kind of funny because it's all food themed. Uh, so I'm holding on to my designs and I'm going to advertise them as soon as my link's approved and ready. Uh, and I'm going to hold out until March 14th so that it can launch on Pi Day. Okay. So, oh, bam. Oh. Exclusive. Pin Pals exclusive. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try my best to just hold off, which is hard. Yeah, very hard. I I get that excitement and you just kind of want to push it out there in the world. But I think, yeah, you're right. I think that's pretty important to like plan ahead and and schedule ahead of time. And and, um, what kind of like content are you putting out there to to, uh, make the announcement? Are you like slowly unveiling like the different tiers or like what's included? Or are you just kind of giving all that information at once? Are you breaking it down? very curious (laughs) yes so this one um is actually i'll I'll tell you the name of it it's like the ice a video game ice cream shop so it's gonna have video game characters as ice cream or desserts or something to that effect yeah so i'm like two of my favorite things dessert and like video (laughs) game um so this time i'm gonna release like each design on my instagram kind of like a week at a time i guess is probably how it's gonna space out um, and just say launching soon on Kickstarter, have the links in my bio. Um, but then the Kickstarter banner is going to have everything on it anyway. So it's not like, oh, I want to wait till all of these are unveiled. But you can see them all if you want to in that small little. I mean, some people are really good at the mystery thing. I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, hey, look at my designs. I made this. I love this. Look at it, please. Love it. Yeah, I've seen so many <laughs> different ways of doing it. Like, I guess if a campaign gets to a certain percentage, then they'll unveil like the next tier or something like that. I've never done a, a, a Kickstarter. I've always felt too, too scared. To really, <laughs> you, to, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, uh, I'd rather not like see myself as like uh, someone who couldn't like, you know, get fund a campaign versus let me just okay. buy these pins and then just hold on to the stock of them for like three years and never sell yeah. a dime. I don't know. I've done it's that weird. too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but good for you for continuing to uh to 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 get out there and still do the campaigns and stuff like that. And like like I said, it is a love hate though, because you'll sit there and you'll stare at it and be like, why, why aren't, why isn't it doing very well? Why do people not like this? What's what's wrong? And you, it was especially bad when I did my otters pins because they were an original design. Um, so I was like, I thought they were so cute, like I love them. But you see all these other uh, campaigns that are trending and they're Pokemon or they're Animal Crossing mm. or they're Nintendo, and like it's hard to compete with that. And their designs are amazing. 
but it's so hard to compete with something that people already know and already have connections with. Right. So that's why I've kind of swerved back into the Nintendo juice. Like yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get back over there. No, I hear you. I, I dabbled oh. in like a couple different other types of pins that weren't like Ninja Turtle related. Yeah. They weren't selling. No one was like getting the jokes. And if they were, you know, oh. it was like, you know, very little. We were great, but we were little. That um, no. I'm like, all right, well, let me just like lean into the turtle stuff. There's yeah. no problem because I'm like a huge fan. But, um, yeah. you know, I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to be known as the turtle guy. And here I am with the background that I have turtle right guy. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But um, it's, I totally get it because I tried to stray away and here I am making video game ice cream shop again. So, <laughs> yeah, but at least it's fun. I mean, you make really fun, cute. Uh, what was your your tagline cute creepy and sometimes a little sleepy yeah which is very accurate (laughs) (laughs) um who would you say your your audience looks like it started off as um a lot of zelda fans because i made like a lot of zelda items to start i think majority of my collection is zelda stuff um but it's also very cutesy. So like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, here's a, a confession. I cannot draw people. So people keep asking me, can you draw Link? Can you draw like Princess <laughs> Zelda? And I'm like, no, like I can. <laughs> so people do request these things, but I'm more for like, I've drawn the items. I've drawn places or ghosts that are dressed up like Link, but don't make me draw Link. I can't do it. <laughs> but it's mostly people that are into cute things. So I try to make things as cute as possible. Mm-hmm. And if I like it, I feel like my audience might like it. Okay. It's kind of generally, and my friends, I have a, a discord, a pin discord um, that somebody set up and we're all like a little family and we toss screenshots out and ask for somebody to redline your work and see, does this make sense? Do you know what this is? Which is really awesome. So that's that is also really helpful. cool. Um, yeah. That's something that I'm trying to tap into. Uh, well, we were, I guess by the time people, it's already live, uh, uh, pin pals has a discord, but it's, it's, I'm also like trying to, uh, I'm also trying to learn how to like properly use discord and like run a server, like properly run a server, uh, while doing this. So, um, I don't know what it's going to be at the time of this recording, but right now it's a perk where, um, well, obviously guests will have access to it, but anyone who supports the podcast via buy me a coffee, that's one of the perks you'll get access to the server. And then once you get approved, like you can see everything and and stuff like that, but we're really trying to have all, you know, share all these, this insights, uh, this data, like, um, during the the this isn't an ad for the discord but it, it, it low-key no, is good. turning into one um, no it's good we talked about black friday data and we were just like exchanging numbers and being like yo this is what we found on etsy compared to like our shop and you know we were like talking trends and percentages and stuff like that like it got really geeky and i love it that's awesome um, <laughs> So I'm curious, um, this discord that you're, that you're a part of, um, why is it awesome to you? Like, why is it a lot of fun to be part of it? So this particular, um, discord, it's, uh, one of the companies, one of my friends, she runs, uh, a company. Uh, so she also has a discord for her, uh, 
customers to be in. And so she posts what's coming up, this and that, but she also has a different chat for people who are makers, which is, so it's hidden away from the customers. Um, and it's really great because we've all kind of just become a little family over the last couple of years. It's been a while actually since that I've been in there. Um, and it's nice because you can trust everybody and you can post something and be like, hey, do you like this without the fear of someone going, oh, I do really like that. I'm going to make that a pin and like steal it. Right. Because you always kind of have that fear when you post something. <laughs> it's a little scary, um, but it's nice that you can go to a place uh, and trust these people and they give you honest feedback. That's the best thing. Like people are honest. They're not like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Whatever. They actually look at it and be like, actually, I think you should move this like one thing over here or this should look like that. Like they're very honest and it's really nice feedback. Even if they're not into the things that you're making, they'll give you honest feedback. Be like, well, if I was into this, this is what I think you should do. So it's been really, really helpful. That's so cool. <laughs> it's really nice. I love that. I'll, if I have to buy something in order to get part of, to, to get into that server, let me know. Okay. We, we can DM get you the inside. That. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, what other marketing strategies or tactics do you have to like get the word out for your pins? Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I go through these like highs and lows of actually hustling and then not so much. Um, I, I also have a full-time job. So I do this as like a hobby. Um, so generally when I, I work all day, I get home and then I log into my computer and I draw and do whatever. So that's like my escape. I get home and I relax and do pin stuff. Um, but sometimes I'll be like really adamant about advertising. Um, so I'll be posting links of upcoming things and all these different pin groups on Facebook. Um, I'll try digging up some of my old posts and like reposting them with different hashtags on them. Um, I tried paying for Facebook ads during one of my Kickstarter campaigns. It got me a lot of clicks for views, but it didn't get any uh, backing or anything like that. It's cool for exposure, but wasn't really super helpful. Mm. Um, Instagram ads haven't really done it for me either. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've, I've tried them a couple of times. Um, it's like a lot of empty impressions. Yeah. They're not, it's brought nothing to the table or I didn't get any likes or people weren't actually checking anything out. Um, or I'd done it for a campaign and they took seven days, I think, to approve one of my posts. And by the time it was approved, my campaign was over. Oh, what the heck? I know. I'm like, oh, thanks. It's helpful. <laughs> so I, I go through like weird little phases where I'm like, I got to post these links everywhere. So people will know that I, they have these products. And then I'll just be like nothing for a couple of weeks. Cause I'm like, oh, Facebook's exhausting. <laughs> so I'm like, eh. Yeah, it so it's is not really consistent. Yeah. Okay. I, so where would you say you've seen like the most success um, and success relative? Like, I guess not like likes and stuff like that. I guess more like sales and engagement, like stuff where, you know, right. people were like looking at it, but like, I don't know, looking at it in a meaningful way. Oh, for sure. Um, Actually, I don't, I'm so bad at it, but TikTok um, I don't know if it's directly brought sales, but I, I had a couple posts just blow up just for no reason. Like, I don't even know what they were, but it was just me showing off pins or my best sellers were sellers. Those videos are fun to make and fun to watch, but they take so much time. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, if it is getting out there and it is being viewed, it's super helpful. Um, so a couple of those, I removed the clock app, uh, watermark and then posted it onto Instagram and different ones blew up. So it's, 
really funny that the same thing is not um, like the same across all platforms. Um, Cause the one that blew up super well on TikTok had like 300 views on Instagram. Whereas the one that has like 1500 views on Instagram had like 200 on TikTok. Like it's just very all over the place, but those two videos, videos are pretty much the thing where I see the most uh, action, if you will. Wild. Just... <laughs> and they're the hardest thing to make. Yeah. Are you, um, okay. Do you, I, you got to give me some TikTok tips. Give me something. We'll have you on every, every episode oh, with so a, a TikTok tip. <laughs> I've only made like a TikTok tip. Oh, you should have like, that's a hashtag. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I like oh, that. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I... no, it really is hard. Like I've had the app crash on me while trying to make something and I, it's yep. so disheartening. <laughs> I did that the other day and I was like, well, not having a TikTok then. Yeah, not today. <laughs> We're done. Sorry. Yeah. It's, and I'll actually spend time trying to look up like fun sounds, like the people like, welcome to small business TikTok. This is my blah, blah, blah. And this is this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. But their voice is a little annoying. So I got to pick a different one because I don't want to talk on there. <laughs> but so I think I've, I've seen like when I do TikToks, which not that many, but I think when, or I'll say TikToks and reels, same thing to me. When yeah. you try and figure out like original audio, oh, I've seen a little bit better success with those videos and then trying to have people like, I don't Use know, it. repost it or yeah. remix it or splice it, dice it. I don't know. Whatever they do, these <laughs> yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I'm, I did that once and it actually got used a couple of times and I was like, oh, I'm playing famous right now. Yeah. But um, some half the time I'm like, I don't know what to say. What are some of your favorite uh, like hashtags to explore either on Instagram or TikTok? Pin related. Definitely enamel pins. That's just the, I have them following that on like every platform you could possibly follow <laughs> hashtags on, of course. Um, what was the other one? I, I follow cute enamel pins a lot. Okay. <laughs> or kawaii enamel pins, something like that. Uh, Cause I just, I like the cute enamel pin stuff um, or video game pins. That's also a good one. That's a good one. I think people I, are so I creative. Yeah. <laughs> people are so creative on there. So it, it helps to scroll these people and like take inspiration from like what they've done or they've done a cool screen print on something. And I'm like, Hey, I could use that effect on my pins. Like it's just cool to see what's out there. So I waste a lot of time looking at a lot of other people's art, I but love- I don't think it's damn wasted. No, no, no. I, you know, you could call it research. I like that. It's research. There you go. Market research. <laughs> Market research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes that's what you have to, that's what you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. but like speaking of that, like I, one trend, I guess that I saw going around and that I participated in was like how I pack orders. Oh yes. Think, Those are so fun to watch. Right. Yeah. It's just cool to see <sighs> everyone's process and, um, getting sneak peeks of like the rooms that they're in, when, yes. whether it's like their office or I don't, a lot of people put a lot of work into these videos and I, I'm just that's like, why always... I haven't done one yet <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just cool but it's just cool to see how people um uh, like what their process is because like you can learn from it and things like that um have you learned 
anything at all? Have you picked up like any sort of like real value um, from any of the content? And if so, what was that piece of content? Well, a lot of them have really clean desks, so I should start with that. Um, this is actually my desk here because I'm using my my husband's desk right now. Uh, so I did clean it. Uh, so I, it's probably the perfect opportunity to make a how I pack my uh, orders video because usually it's just a lot of paper <laughs> everywhere. Um, so with those videos, I love them. They're so aesthetic. They're so awesome. Um, with the lo-fi music in the background too. Yes. And they've got like the pink monitor and like the lovely keyboard. And I'm like, where do you find this stuff? Um, so I'm working on my aesthetic before I uh, make one of those videos, but people do appreciate, I'm people appreciate packaging. Um, most of the time. And I struggle with the packaging sometimes because I'm like, well, when I get a pin, I love opening it. I love it if it's in like a little parcel and it has stickers and yada, yada. But then it does go in the garbage or the recycling. Like I don't keep it. I used to. And then I got a lot of paper products, but it's tough because it, it just ultimately ends up not being in your life anymore. You, mm -hmm. you appreciate the sentiment of opening it and it's so awesome, but then so I struggle with that myself. Like, do I spend all this extra money on these cute pink shiny mailers or do I just put it in a craft envelope with a sticker? Like I, I struggle with that. So my inner packaging, I've got like cute little paper bags that I put pins in and I put stickers and whatever on it. So what's in the package is what counts. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's most important. And I mean, like, it, it, I think it's just good. I don't want to say it's like good business practice, but when you take into consideration the pandemic and how difficult like things have been and like prices and stuff like that are going up, like I think it's okay to like try and save every now and then. But you also make a valid point. A yeah. lot of that stuff just ends up in the garbage and it's cool for like that one minute. And it's, I think it's great. I think everyone should always be striving to give their customers like a, an, an awesome like experience. But is it really mm -hmm. worth it, like paying a little extra, like you said, and, and you know, it's such a struggle, plastic versus paper, using something that's more eco friendly yeah. and stuff like that? It's like, and it's tough. Like, I want to be more eco friendly. <laughs> oh, go literally, ahead. where I was going with yeah. this, I was, I wanted to ask if you were taking any steps to be like sustainable. Um, one of our guests in the past said that they have their manufacturer put their pins on cardboard and then wrap it in like a uh, tissue paper or something like that and then ship it that way I as opposed that. to not bag them individually. Um, I love that. I think that's really cool. I need to, I'll be honest, I haven't done that yet, even though I've been saying that. I'd love to try that. Me too. Um, yeah. But, you know, so I, I, I I'm still trying to figure out how to take my own steps and and use like less pra less plastic and less waste and stuff like that. Um, so the question to you, do you do anything to be more eco-friendly, leave less of a footprint? Yeah. And that's the, <laughs> that's, that's one of the other things that I was struggling with. Right. So I was like, I want to be more eco-friendly because I've got my pins. They're all on backing cards. They're in a plastic bag. Like there's a lot of waste, but this is how people like things to be, you know, shipped. It it protects them. It's a whole thing to open it up. And you're like, da, 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 da. like they're so excited when they open it. But it's so much waste, especially with the plastic. And I was thinking of possibly um, getting 
plastic bags. I don't know if those are better for the environment, but they're probably better than plastic. Hmm. Um, I have thought about the having the manufacturer ship in the cardboard and paper. And I love that idea because I hate sitting on my living room floor and opening every single one of those little bags, looking at the pin and then be like grading that way. My, my fingers are so sore after opening those bags. I can only imagine how awful it was putting them in. So it would <laughs> save like their side, my side, and it would save the environment. So that's definitely one of the things that I'm hoping to do on my next shipment. Um, but being in Canada, with uh, sustainable, like not sustainable, environmentally friendly mailers, it's really hard to get anything affordable Mm. and also environmentally friendly here, which I keep trying and keep looking. There's gotta be something out there, but um, it's it's a process. So I just have to get through my box of craft bubble mailers first and I will probably be choosing something a little different. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's it's uh it's difficult, but I think even just like having the manufacturer like package pins that way uh could spiral into something, you know. It saves a little bit of plastic yes. and a little bit of something. Yes, and like that's such a you probably fit more things in there. I don't know. <laughs> it seems better for sure. Yeah, maybe the box would be like the box would be smaller, maybe. Yeah. I don't know how they would stack it, but yeah. <laughs> When I get that next set of pins, I'll make sure to take a video when I open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good content. Definitely make a, a, a TikTok with that. Yeah, post on a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any any uh, any tips? Like, let's say someone comes up to you, Jordan, and asks you, hey, I, I want to make pins. Um, how do I get started? You know, aside from like, you know, you can do your research, you can go with the middleman. What's like, you know, maybe like a tip, something that you wish you had known before, like when you started that you would tell someone that was very wordy. <laughs> no, I guess, but it's good. Um, so most of the time when people are like messaging me and asking for help, they're just asking me from a manufacturer, which is always like a bone of contention in the pin community. Um, instead, I just offer them help. Like, how can I help you find a manufacturer Uh, How can I help you get started? Um, Some of the tips would definitely be uh, learn to vector because it's going to help you a lot and save you some money. Um, Because a lot, I have a lot of friends that don't vector as well, and they have to uh, commission somebody to vector it for them, or like we'll, as we're friends, we'll we'll just do it for each other a lot of the time. But you never know, right? Discord group, right? In that Discord group, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's a big one is learn to vector. Um, Also understand colors are definitely different on your computer than they are in person. Mm -hmm. And that's something I didn't really think about, which I should know with my background in graphic design, I should have known that, but (laughs) here we are. Um, So with that first set of pins, I just kind of plucked colors out of Illustrator without changing my palette to the solid coated palette. I just used the whatever palette that was there and the colors were really different (laughs) but they still worked um so those two learn to vector and know that colors are different are probably my two biggest tips there um with the third being put two posts on your pins (laughs) facts i still mess up with that and i don't think about it when i'm reviewing proofs but and when i get i'm just like oh my god it's spinning i gotta gotta fix it yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'd still do that too. If I'm like, is it too big for two pins or two posts or too small for two posts? Like I try to always sneak it in there and they're like, 
it's too small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the, like, so, like I think some of my designs have been like a little top heavy, where it's just it yeah. just will naturally yeah. just like fall down. But it's yeah. oh. still like really small. I'm like, gosh, dad. Well, well these are fears. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd think that the manufacturer would maybe try and help you out by like putting the pin up like the post a little higher, but now nah, right in the middle. No, it's, 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 you know, they're very transactional is what yes. I found out to be. Definitely true. Yeah. Um, what's something you're really proud of with Pinsomnia Designs? Hmm, what that's are your a pin good accomplishments? One. My pin accomplishments. <laughs> I like that. Um, it's kind of cool with uh like i never thought for a second i would ever sell out of a design um but i've sold out of one for sure and then i'm almost sold out of my very first design um so i'm pretty proud of the fact that i actually managed to sell enough to actually warrant a redesign like of those new uh breath of the plushies those are almost all sold out i just have kind of b, b grades left of most of them um so the fact that i'm like hey let's revisit this like two years later um, and make a redesign like that's really cool to me um and i'm posting to my followers like hey are you guys interested in a redesign redesign is this something you'd be like into and people are like yeah yeah do it that's gonna be awesome that kind of blows my mind that people are like actually into it and behind that so that's like super accomplishment because i never thought for a second that i'd have people that are following me let alone purchasing my items <laughs> that's you built a community yeah so it's pretty cool <laughs> That's so cool. I, I just think that's like the coolest thing. It's like you're like yeah. a little a tribe leader in this like pin <laughs> world with like, like your your design. It's it's fun. It's fun to, to like think about it like that. But like that's the definition of like a, a community when there's like you know a following and people are like hey, why don't you uh, why don't you remake some of those pins? Those are yeah. cool. I want to buy them again. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty stoked about that. So they're a little bit bigger and they're going to be hard enamel. So they're a little bit upgraded from the originals. That's cool. I like that. We'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes for anyone interested. Um, let's see. What else do we have? What else do we have? Oh, okay. We have a fan question. I pulled oh. the audience, asked the audience. Um, oh. Used a lifeline. And uh, those pins wants to know this is a non-pin related question <laughs> dream what's your dream travel destination Ooh, ooh, that's uh japan oh i love to tell. go to japan i i honestly i don't know japanese i just think the culture looks amazing and the food is so good and every time i watch a movie that has scenes of japan I'm like oh, i just i gotta go there so badly and it's the weirdest like i don't know anything about the, like i don't know a lot about the culture and i don't know the the language but that's my dream destination i would love to go to japan one day i'm right there with you let's go <laughs> let's go book a trip in, like in april to go see the uh the cherry blossomed trees yes that, that would, would be, be nice right <laughs> that we bring the pins we have a little yes. i don't know find a pin show over there yeah. to, to vend at too <laughs> that'd be so good and then maybe visit nintendo i don't know i'm just oh yeah <laughs> i definitely want to go to like a a, a pokey cafe oh yes that would be so good go to like a 24 7 ramen spot 
yep, I am 1000% in. Let's All do right. it. Sounds good. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> um, okay. What do you think is one of the biggest mistakes you've made uh, as a pin maker? It was pretty early on. Um, I decided on two designs because I thought they'd be popular and they were not. They're my least popular design. <laughs> um, so I thought this was probably like my third pin or fourth pin. Oh, the internet, they love cats and they also love tacos. Uh, a taco cat would be great. And so would a burger cat. They're <laughs> like my worst selling designs. I can barely give them away for free. So... <laughs> Um, without pulling like my audience, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to just go ahead and order them. Cause I ordered a hundred of each mm. <laughs> and they're just, they're just chilling, collecting dust. So <laughs> that was probably my biggest mistake was those, unfortunately. So that's something that you do pretty often now in order to like figure out what pins you're going to make next. You'll like most talk to the, your audience. Most of the time. Yeah. So I'll, I'll pull the audience and I've got like a few different designs. Recently I did. I had a couple different designs set up and I'm like, what would you like me to focus my efforts on? Um, I've got some money saved from my sales. I will put some of my money in. I will do whatever to make this happen quicker. And people voted on what they would most likely want to see first, hmm. um, which I thought was helpful because I'm like, I don't know where to focus my energy here. Um, so that was super helpful. But uh, it's a little scary to just jump in and order something. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I like to rephrase it after I hear the, the answer as a, not a mistake, but a lesson learned. A lesson learned. Exactly. So I saw on Instagram recently that uh, somebody that I follow, they posted their, um, what was it? Their least selling or like least popular pin of 2021, but they glued uh, googly eyes on it <laughs> and I was dying. It was so smart. Um, so they just relisted them with googly eyes on them and it was brilliant i think they must hear me out so it was amazing that's funny i like that <laughs> i'm like hmm, maybe i should do that too <laughs> um okay so we've reached uh the end of the uh the podcast or the last portion i should say not the not the end yet uh so this is like a, a rapid fire this or that i'm just gonna kind of ask you a couple questions and uh the first thing that come to mind and uh you know we can talk about it but uh some pin related stuff, some stuff that's not pin related, but it's all, it's all good fun. Excellent. Okay. Soft enamel. Well, I think we know the answer to this one. Soft <laughs> enamel or hard enamel? I am a hard enamel girl. <laughs> hard enamel girl. And, yeah. and just three adjectives to describe a hard enamel pin. Uh, smooth, shiny, and screen print. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. Dyed enamel pins or glow-in-the-dark enamel pins? Oh, I I love dyed enamel pins. They're so cool. Um, but I can't do it if I'm a hard enamel girl. So I like to buy other people's <laughs> dyed pins. I made some dyed pins that were just um, just the metal in the past. And I love them. They're so cute. Uh, but again, you can't really do it with hard enamels. So... Yeah. <laughs> but dyed enamel for sure. Cause the glow in the dark is cool, but there's not a lot of purpose because you can only see it when you turn out the light and then. Who's looking at their no. pin board. Yeah. Who's yeah. looking at their pins. <laughs> cool, but like not my favorite. I got you. I feel that. Um, rubber backings or the metal butterfly backings. Oh, rubber backings all the way. Butterfly clips. Ugh. 
I can't. <laughs> Do you have the tool, the the pin backer removal tool? Yes, yes, it's amazing. It is. I, I was thinking about 3D printing one of those. Yes, you should. You should. Okay. There's they're a lifesaver. I keep trying to my husband 3D prints. So I'm like, could you just like make one for me? Cause I'm gonna break my other one that I bought really soon. So <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Good they're lifesavers. Yes, you should definitely print one. Okay, cool. Uh, um, are you hashtag pin game strong or hashtag pin game proper? I've actually recently moved over to pin game proper because it sounds cooler. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alliteration. I like it. Uh, hashtag pin addict or hashtag pin collector? Pin collector. Yeah. But pin addict is more accurate. So I don't know. I should probably just throw both of those in the mix. Pin collector addict. Yes. All one word. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start that hashtag every post like from it. here on out. We got that. <laughs> uh, where's your favorite place to rock a pin? I, uh, I'm not supposed to, but I wear it on my name tag at work. Ooh. <laughs> it's not part of the dress code, but I usually just put like a little, little boo pin on the bottom. Cause I made some little tiny boo pins. Um, haven't got caught yet. So cute. Yeah. Keep doing it. If they didn't say anything, <laughs> you're good. Been yeah. doing this for forever. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, it's always been there. Yeah. I thought Debbie, didn't Debbie say something and just. Yeah. Over there. Just over there him. in HR. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you, are you into comics or video games? Used to be comics, but now it's more video games. But I can't really say I'm much of a gamer because all I play is Nintendo games. So okay, better question: favorite current Nintendo game? Breath of the Wild. Oh, but Animal Crossing. Oh. All-time favorite. <laughs> uh, all-time favorite Nintendo, all consoles included. Uh, oh, probably a link to the past. I okay. love that game. That was so good. That was pretty good. Followed uh, up by. By Breath of the Wild, but oh, by Breath you know. of the Wild. Why don't, why don't we give a give me another three top five Nintendo games for Pinsomnia Designs? The clickbait content right here. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, and then all the Animal Crossings after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that new one's amazing. Uh, way too many hours logged on that so far. Oh, I got to get your. I don't even know what it is. Your codes, your vacation, your island code, or oh, yeah. code, or something. Yes, we'll have to switch. I've been working really hard on that island. I got to see it. I got to see it. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> it also gives me an excuse to hop on the switch too, because it's just yes. it's just cool to get inspiration for a bunch of people. Like when the game first came out, all I was doing was just like looking at Reddit and just looking at all these like custom designs and like, oh my god, how do that? How do I turn my island into like this Japanese oasis of just like cherry blossoms everywhere? Some of them are so amazing. We were never closer to world peace than we were in that week. <laughs> well, when Pokemon Go came out, that was pretty close too, but. That was a pretty good time. I had fun with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Last question. I love ending the podcast on with this question. Um, Jordan, what are the little things in life for you? Little things in life. Um, I'm going to pertain it still to pins. Uh, is that it's just it's so heartwarming when somebody likes your design um it's like an instant hit of serotonin like instantly you're like so heartwarmed 
somebody is posting on Etsy or like a review, like my husband loved this. He was so excited. He put it on his guitar strap and just hearing those stories that people are uh, wearing your things or sporting your things or showing them to other people or, Hey, I showed this to my aunt and she made an order yesterday. Like just hearing those things, like the feedback kind of means everything. Like that's the best part about doing the pin thing. It's not like to make the, the money or whatever. It's I like seeing that people like the stuff that I make. And that's the coolest thing to me. <laughs> Another heartwarming answer for that question. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's a great, great note to end the podcast. Um, yeah, this is the end, Jordan. We did it. We, we did it. We had a pinversation. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you the floor. Uh, I'm going to let you, you know, shout out any of your favorite pin makers, any friends. Uh, your husband got a ton of, sh- ton of shout outs already. Um, but yeah. If you want to, you know, send him some more love, you're more than welcome to do that. Let people know where they can find you and uh, what you have coming up. All right. Um, oh, lots of pressure. I forgot what my website was. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so most most platforms, you can find me, uh, Pinsomnia Designs, uh, like Insomnia, but with a P. Um, because I don't sleep and I just draw. Um, so it's on most socials. I am on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have an Etsy shop, um, but I also have a Shopify, uh, Um, and you can also find me on Kickstarter, but not Pinsomnia Designs. I am still playing with Perlers there because you can't change your name. <laughs> so um, the most upcoming thing is launching on Pi Day. I don't know when this is gonna come out, but Pi Day, I have a ice cream treats, Nintendo uh, video game. Thing coming out so that's pretty much the most exciting thing that's happening with me right now <laughs> but yes no. shout out to my little discord crew they're amazing uh and the pin community in general is just so great everybody's been so welcoming and helpful and it's been awesome awesome well i love it um also i just remembered i clicked the link in your bio earlier today and i saw that you have a twitch oh yes i used, I used to stream <laughs> oh, yes. long ago <laughs> Oh yes, we need to update that. <laughs> I was gonna get. I was like, oh, she she's got a Twitch. Like, what is she? I was. I got excited, um, but yeah. I hope you play some video games. Like, get that get that back up going. Next time you I have should. to like unbox pins or something like that. Let's bring the pin Go community to Twitch. Twitch. That would be actually super great because I do all my drawing. Like, this is most people draw with a pen and an iPad. I draw with my trackpad. So I could just do it right there. Yeah, I don't, I'm weird. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> works. That's, it's content. It's content. Yeah. If you're so up late, stream drawing. Yeah, I, I keep thinking about that too. Like, if I'm going to be playing video games, should I just like set up something streaming? Like, if I'm going to be up late drawing, should I just like go live? Yeah. Should I just monetize my free time? I honestly, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I used to stream doing perlers, so people would watch me place every individual bead in the pattern. So if people will watch that, I think they'll definitely watch drawing. Yeah, I think the, there, there's just, I saw videos, like a 14 second video or whatever was on your Twitch page. And I saw that and I was like, wow, I would actually watch this. Like, so I, I brought it up to, to ask if it, there was like an active streaming schedule. Because I'm like, oh, no, interesting but I'm, I'm thinking maybe getting back into it. Maybe the year for it. Okay, for sure. Uh, Well, I'll I'll keep bugging you about that. 
All right. Um, and last thing, uh, you have a special discount code. Oh yes, I'm trying to. It was Pin Pals 2022 yes. for I can't remember the discount. <laughs> a surprise discount. A surprise discount. <laughs> where can they use the discount code? Uh, it'll be on my Shopify sp- store and my Etsy shop as well. It'll be for both of them. Okay, awesome. Pin Pals 2022 for a surprise discount. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the I magic. Add sparkle or glitter. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll hire a visual effects artist and we'll, we'll insert something. Perfect. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, Jordan, thank you so much for your time. This was a great conversation. Uh, thank really you. appreciate it. Awesome. It was super good. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. Peace.